Before we jump into today's episode today, I wanted to let you guys know that Exponential Alignment, my group coaching program all about stepping into your purpose and your highest alignment in life is now open for enrollment. So if you've been listening to these episodes and you're really feeling like you would love to be supported for three months to get really clear about what it is that you want for yourself to do all the work in your nervous system and have these conversations so that you can actually start to understand yourself and really create not only a life you love, but a life that you're obsessed with. Exponential Alignment is the invitation for you. It is a three-month container to be held in your highest expansion in your life, your business, or your career. I am so excited to be opening this again. It is already partially way full, which is crazy to say. So if this is something that you've been wanting for yourself and you've been listening to this and feeling inspired and you really want to dive in and create your own story around this and really see what's possible for you, EA is open and I would love to meet you and support you inside of there. So you can find the link in the show notes and you can either sign up or book a call directly with me and we can chat about it. Enjoy today's episode. You're listening to the Everyday is a Breakthrough podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Hummel. I'm here to invite you into living your most alive and aligned life possible. On this podcast, I'll be holding the mirror for your deepest truths and desires and giving you the permission and the power to not only follow your dreams, but to walk with firm trust in all of who you are and everything that you do. So if you're somebody who's here to live out your life's purpose and you're the kind of person who gets after it no matter what, this show is for you, and I hope that you get the absolute most out of listening. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Everyday is a Breakthrough. I'm so excited that you're here. Today, it is me here coming to you live from my living room floor. I've been taking all my calls from my living room this week because Chris, my partner, is in Japan, and I have the whole house to myself, and you know, I just realized that my favorite place to be is where there is the most amount of light and also sitting on the floor, which actually just makes me think of my favorite abundance question from a few episodes ago is if I had everything that I wanted and more, what would I do? Which is so fucking hilarious to reflect on because I've spent the last three, four years of my life Oh my gosh, like the drama I created in my own internal life around needing a desk, needing an office, and then, oh my God, all this stuff. And like, all I really just want to do is sit on the fucking floor. I love this for me. We live in a um, two bedroom house. We have two bedrooms. And the reason why we have two bedrooms, or at least like the reason why we first initially wanted two bedrooms, did I say two? Yeah, two bedrooms is because I was like, I need an office and I need a desk Um, because for so long, I felt like I was being really held back in my own productivity because I didn't have a place to do anything. So we got this two bedroom house. I got my own office, like 
you know, I'm like checking things off my list. I have my own full office. It's beautiful. I have my desk in there to very, very, very quickly realize I don't want to sit upstairs in like the back of the house that faces like nothing really that great with the least amount of windows in this room. And then Chris would be downstairs um, doing like he basically works for himself too. And he would just be downstairs near the sliding glass doors, looking out over a beautiful yard. And I was like, I just created all this fucking drama in my life just to end up in like the upstairs back corner of a room that I don't even want to be in. So then this is actually really funny because this is, you know, what I always teach and share to people is get curious about why something doesn't feel good and get curious about how it could feel better and invite other people into that conversation. This is actually just something that came up on my EA call today. We had our closing call and one of the women in the group said that her biggest breakthrough in something that she's going to take with her for life is the permission to speak and share and problem solve like before you know what you want. So at this point, I had no idea what I wanted, but I said, hey, this isn't working for me. I don't like my office. I don't know how to fix it. You know, I was like, I have these private calls. I don't know how to fix this problem, but I'm having this problem and I don't like it. And like internally, I'm like, I created all this drama. I, we had to move into this big house for me, like this whole thing. And, you know, eventually we talked about it and talked about it and talked about it and couldn't figure it out. He'd be like, do you want me to take the office? I'm like, no, that doesn't feel good because that just didn't feel good. And blah, 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 blah. What ended up happening was now I'm actually looking at them right now. We have side-by-side desks in the living room, which is so cute. We have both of our desks in the living room right next to each other. And then when I take private calls, like my client calls, I go upstairs in the bedroom, not even in the second room. I go in the bedroom and I put my laptop and my stuff on our dresser. And that is where I love to take calls. I feel so good in there. I'm like, my linen bed sheets. I love that room. It feels really calming. The sound is good. And I hardly ever use my desk unless I'm doing like a masterclass or something like that, where I just want to be in like the spaciousness of a big room. Anyway, all of that to say, all I wanted to do was sit on the floor and I can look back and go, okay, I was overcomplicating it. And you know, there's so many little lessons in that, but just kind of hilarious. And a reminder that you can ask for things and shift things before you know what the hell you want. Number one. Um, Number two is ask yourself, if I already had everything that I wanted, what would I do? What would be the easiest thing for me? And to just go with that flow of life and know that you can shift and know that you can change. And here I am sitting on my floor with having absolutely no intention of sharing any of that with you today. So thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Um, I'm going to talk about what I was actually planning on coming here, coming on here and, and talking about, which is why it is so important and essential to build a flexible nervous system. Okay. Whether you're building in your relationship, in your life, or your career, or whatever it is, the most important thing in the world is building a flexible nervous system. 
not so that you can tell somebody, Hey, I have a flexible nervous system now, or not so that you can feel like you accomplished something in your life, but so that whatever you experience in life, you can feel good and grounded and safe and more happy. And, you know, part of this story that I just shared about being able to switch all my stuff around and advocate for myself, even though you might be thinking, well, you know what, that's just a desk. Well, it's actually a lot. It's like a lot that went into where I take work. And the reason I was able to shift that is because I've expanded my capacity for things that are uncomfortable or for things that are yet unresolved to have those conversations. And you know, having a regulated nervous system, I say flexible nervous system, it's also a regulated nervous system. What that really means, by the way, it doesn't mean that you're just cool all the time. You never get triggered. You never have any issues. What a regulated nervous system means or a flexible nervous system means is that you have a better response to like triggers and chaos in your life. So that when something happens, instead of it like totally effing you up and derailing you, you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm going to move on to the next thing. And it's, it's so essential. And I actually, we just finished EA literally an hour ago. It was the most freaking beautiful closing call in the world because we spent three months doing this work, building a flexible nervous system. And at the end of the call, we all went around and shared or everybody went around. I just listened, shared breakthroughs of like, what were the biggest breakthroughs for them? And it was everyone on the call was like, well, yeah, I like set these external goals in my business and I like did them and whatever. But the way I feel in my life, the way I feel in my relationship is like, if you would have told me that I would be feeling this way, like I wouldn't have believed you. And like, oh yeah, whatever. And I did that thing in my career. (laughs) Okay. This is why I'm going to talk about why it's so freaking important to have a flexible nervous system because it is how you feel. Okay. Let me just kind of start here. So this is like a little minor example, but I made some mistakes in my business yesterday. Um, I made a mistake and then my person who helps me made a mistake. We both made a mistake, like no judgment or anything toward any of us, but we both made a mistake, which resulted in like a lot of emails back and forth, which is sort of anxiety producing for me because I... I might make some typos if you pay attention to my stuff, but I have a really high standard for things being done well. Like I have a high standard for stuff. So when I make mistakes, I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself. It is something that I'm working on because the more you expand and grow, like the more your capacity has to expand for making mistakes. That is what this episode is about. Um, But I was laying in bed last night and I started to think, oh my God, the mistake. Like literally this was my brain. I was like laying in bed. Who's done this? I was like, oh my God, the mistake. And like one second later, I was like, oh, this bed feels so good. And then I completely moved on. But I did have a thought of what I'm going to share now was like, oh my God, like this is life-giving to be able to lay in bed and, and think that and then just shift to like, how good do you feel? This is the work that I've been doing for years and years and years and the work that I share with other women and why it's so important is because imagine if I'd laid in bed and been like, 
Oh my God, the mistake. Oh my God, the mistake. Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Oh my God, I can't believe they did that. What are they going to think of me? How do I do this ever again? What if I should just, oh my God, do I just shut my whole business down? Should I hide? Should I run away? Like whatever, all the shame, all the stories. Okay. I could have gone down that hole. It would have made me feel bad. It would have probably lowered my self-esteem. I would have been shaming myself. I maybe would have stayed awake, like not feeling good. I possibly wouldn't have woke up feeling good the next day. And that bottlenecks your potential in life. To ruminate in those thoughts cuts you off from everything incredible. So instead of doing that, I was able to have that thought and then be like, oh, this bed feels so good. I'm so grateful. Like I love my sheets and just fall asleep and wake up and have an incredible day and just very briefly handle it the next day and go, hey, sorry about that all good and all of it of course like our worst nightmare is always that everything's going to be terrible but usually it's fine everything was fine and it caused me hardly any turmoil okay i know this is like a really minor example but this is what having a flexible nervous system means it means that stuff in your life still happens and you move on and allow yourself to experience more good what happens when you experience more good you have more energy to be creative you have more energy to really go about your life. So one of the women who was in the EA call, she was sharing, let me see if I can share about her without being um, like giving away any parts of her identity. She was sharing about something in her relationship, which I'll just share about myself because I've had the same thing happen to me where it was about her partner traveling. Okay. I've had the same thing happen before. My partner travels all the time. He goes to like dope places. He gets to go for free. It's always for work. It's really great. And there's times where I get invited or I don't get invited or whatever. And I have to make a decision of like, do I go or do I not go? Okay. And usually with that decision, there's a little bit of like sadness or whatever. of Like, oh, I wish I could go. Okay. And if you have a super like jacked up, for lack of better words, unflexible nervous system, you might be like, oh, like I can't go. I don't have any freedom. Like blah, 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 blah. I'm going to get all upset. I'm going to get triggered. I'm going to get mad. I'm just like giving like worst case scenario examples, but you can apply this to wherever it is in your life. Something goes wrong and you freak out. Like your car breaks down, you freak out. Something happens in your relationship, you freak out right? Like, come on. Somebody like has an experience with you. They bother you. It ruins your whole day. Anybody been there? What happens when your whole day is ruined? Nothing, nothing happens. Okay. In these moments, one moment when you respond with an inflexible nervous system and you get trapped in a feeling of stress, a feeling of fight or flight, or a feeling of sadness, and you get stuck there, that can prevent you from doing so much. It can possibly change the trajectory of your whole entire life. And I don't mean that to scare you and, you know, anything can change our whole entire life. But when we're feeling those triggers, What we want to do is move through those states and allow ourselves to feel something different, to not get stuck on it. 
And this is a practice that we do in EA, which is number one, coming back to what is true for me. If I were feeling whole, like coming from wholeness, what decision would I make? What do I really want to experience? And how can I let myself experience more of that? And in EA, we go into it in somatic meditations and tangible practices of how to physically move your body, like through these responses. But that's what it's really about. It's going, wait, who am I? What do I want to feel? And if you devote your life to this practice, you will open up a world of opportunities that you might not see as possible right now. And with this flexible nervous system, when you can orient to this and you can start to allow yourself to feel better, you will feel better. So regardless of what external things you hit, okay, like you hit a major milestone in your career, you hit a major milestone in your business, you get married, you get married again, like whatever it is, how are you feeling? Something happens or someone says something like, are you good? Like our whole point in life is to make sure that we are good, that we are oriented from an energy that feels rich and that feels positive for us. That is why every single question in EA, when you're in that container is like, what feels true for you? What feels whole? If you had everything you wanted, what decision would you make? What do you really want? We can ask ourselves these questions every day, but if you really practice it, you'll notice that some really profound things will start to change. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please share on Instagram and tag me. I can guarantee it will make my day to hear from you. If you want to stay in the loop for future episodes, make sure to subscribe And as always, if this episode made you think of someone you love or you know someone who would benefit from listening, please send it their way. You never know how you can impact someone's life. Until next time.